0: Do you want it to be blessed today? Are you content with the current state of life today? Do you have a hunger and compelling reasons for your prayers? Please join Pastor Biju John's minutes of exciting and inspiring God's word bilingually preached. Have you got worried when your prayers not answered and expected all things are coming to an end without seeing any fulfillment of the promises you have received from our God? Thank you for tuning in to listens to Pastor Biju John. I greet uh, every one of you out there in the Matchless name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ It's a joy and a privilege for me to be speaking and teaching God's Word Our subject uh, matter of fact for the over the next few weeks. We will be Learning from the book of Galatians a letter written by Apostle Paul To the one of his early churches, which Paul established during his first missionary journey Many times we wonder, and uh, most of us have gone through the book of Galatians. I would encourage you to read through the book of Galatians, our three progress, each lesson, each study of that book. So please go through those books and read them so you would be more and more acquainted with the lessons and the subject we learn here. Today I will not be uh, teaching at a very lengthy, exploring it very lengthy, but rather uh, I would like to begin with a question: Why we study the book of Galatians? Why we do need to study the book of Galatians? Paul's letter to the church at Galatians presents to us a paradox. Why I call it as a paradox is as you progress reading through the letter, you would be coming up across situations where Paul addresses the church. It's so severe. Then it gives us so much delight. He gives us so much delight and encourages the body of Christ. Here is a letter that he attacks and he brings assault to his original readers, and in fact, very much to all of the readers of today, also. All of us somehow we attempt in the presence of God to prove our worth to God, or at least prove our worth. To rest of our world we go every extra effort in doing so in chapter 3 verse 1 Paul calls these people as very foolish he addresses them all foolish Galatians and yet we have here a letter capable of bringing great joy and peace and freedom into our lives as those who are truly able to hear Paul's passionate message they find themselves in the glory in the light of God's grace that is only found in Christ Jesus. The book of Galatians turns our attention to God. In the onset of our study, we look the whole book of Galatians as Paul trying to speak to the church. Number one, the gospel that we preach is God's gospel. The opening section of the letter revolves around one simple point. The Christian gospel is God's gospel. This gospel is not something that Paul came up with or through his own genius, creative or through his creative genius, and neither was is this message something he received from other Christian leaders. The eternal God made himself known to Paul through the risen Christ God is the one who told Paul the gospel it came from God himself the implication of this matter of fact is very clear since this gospel is from God it is a precious gift and it is so sacred it offers us words of life and freedom for us to hear this gospel is to hear God Himself. It is very true to ignore this gospel is death or pervert this gospel is death. When church leaders and teachers adjust the gospel message Or argument it to make it more relevant more appealing to the audience they are pursuing their own distractions. that was true in Paul's day and it is true in our day as well as teachers of this gospel and the preachers of this gospel we must make it very clear the gospel that we preach is God's gospel. Number two, this takes us to the very important fact. The salvation that we have received through the preaching of the gospel is God's salvation. In the middle part of the book of Galatians, it focuses on the salvation that this gospel proclaims. And again, the focus is on God. These chapters declare truth that fuels the reformers' teaching. The reformer, the the great reformer, Martin Luther, he called this as his letter. The great German reformer Martin Luther he said this this epistle caught this epistle to the Galatians is my epistle to it that I am to it I am as it were it is in a vert- look with the book of Galatians he even called Galatians is my wife. It was out of the careful and the submissive study of this scripture, especially in the book of Galatians, that Luther, Martin Luther, discovered God's plan of salvation by grace and working through faith. A plan. unalterably a plan contrary to thousand year old Roman Catholic teaching of salvation by works so salvation is is of God these chapters declares that truth these chapters written by Paul declares that very truth Paul vehemently rejects the belief that the obedience to the law of Moses or to any form of human effort in any way contributes to make it or making any one of us right with God or in the eyes of God. Christians are saved by hearing with faith the gospel of Christ. It is a salvation that comes through the cross in fulfillment of God's promise of grace and not out of our obligation or anything that is owed to us. It is a salvation that is experienced in the power of the Spirit and not our own strength. In every way, Our salvation is of God. We often spend much of our energy pursuing our own salvation. Many times we don't think that we are doing it that way, but that is the truth. We work hard to demonstrate to others, sometimes even to God, that we are likable and even admirable or even pleasurable to God. We seek through earning, through careful decisions, to ensure that our lives are secure and comfortable. We pursue happiness by the sweat of our labor. And yet the gospel teaches us that all that we really want and long for comes from God. And it comes to us as a gift, a free gift. And it is to be received by faith. And faith alone. And that faith on Jesus Christ. When we understand it rightly. Our entire lives can be lived as a joyful response. To all that has already been done for us. Already been, been finished. Completed for us. By God himself. So salvation is of God. It is of God's gift. It is of God's free gift for anyone and everyone. This takes us to the third prominent theme of the book of Galatians, of the great subject called God given freedom. Gospel is of God. The salvation of the gospel is of God. And the gospel of God, of the salvation of God, into God-given freedom. Galatians more than describes to us, our salvation took place. It also speaks to us of the outcome of our salvation, the life of freedom that salvation gives to believers. The freedom has the freedom Christ has set us free. Paul reminds us repeatedly on the pages of the book of Galatians. And this freedom can only be understood in our relationship to Almighty God. In our day, freedom is something of many choices of our day, today. Essentially, this freedom is the ability to do whatever we want, as long as we don't do any hurt to anybody. Tragically, this understanding of freedom is destroying humanity. Especially the Christians. How? It deprives us of the very things that makes us most human and alive. Human completeness. Listen to me. Human completeness only comes in being faithful to our commitments and principles in showing a sacrificial love towards others and above all in worshipping the true God and yet each of us and all of this seen as contrary to human freedom what what is human freedom the freedom of their choice the freedom to choose what they wanted but our freedom is what our freedom and our completeness is only in our commitments to love others unconditionally or worshipping the true God. But many times, our human freedom brings or it places great constraints on us or it curtails our joyful living. Beyond proclaiming to us the way we became members of God's family. The book of Galatians also provides us guidance for how we can experience the ongoing freedom of being God's children. Listen to me. You know, we are not only brought into the family of God and made us free, but rather we enjoy our freedom as God's children. The freedom that Christ has won for us. Listen. This is not our freedom. But rather the freedom that is given to us in Christ. Even as Christianity must begin by faith in Jesus. So also must it continue in the same manner. Be careful to avoid the dangers of slavery to any form of religion. Or that case not having a religion you know there are there is danger when one became or when one become so religious so rigid so conforming to the laws and the ways of man having a form of religion but losing out the spirit of the salvation that we have attained or we have received as a free gift through Christ Jesus. We are to lead a life spirit led trust in Jesus and that enables every believer to discover a joyful joyful freedom of serving others in love. Somebody said this way, this way, they're like this. When understood rightly, our entire lives can be lived as a joyful response to all that has already been done for us. Who did, who did it? By God himself. Let me repeat that again. Let me repeat that statement again. When we understand this matter of fact correctly, Our entire lives can be lived as a joyful response to all of the circumstances, all of the surroundings that has been already been done for us by God Himself. But a great truth it is the book of Galatians, offers us a different and a far better vision of the freedom freedom to be in christ as a son of the most to high god rather than being a freedom from it is a freedom for it is the freedom to experience the love of god that enables each one of us to cry out to God above Father. The freedom of confidence. The freedom to be very intimate. Knowing that we are all heirs to all of God's promises. Paul repeat the statement. Calling God above Father. The very intimate an ultimate relation, close-knit relation to our Heavenly Father. Such a boldness and the right to come to God and call Him Abba, Father. Indeed, that is our freedom of confidence, we have it. And we know that all that God had promised for us and that we do, take positions and positions. The freedom in the power of the Spirit is to serve others in love. Let me say that one again. The freedom in the power of the Spirit is to serve one another within the body of Christ and even outside in the love of God this is a freedom that connects us more deeply to God in every way and in this we find love we find life you remember what Mother Teresa when she served the poorest to the poor in the streets of Kolkata in the orphan to the orphan and the abandoned and the sick and the soul needy she said I can find God in the face of each one of these little ones. Jesus himself said, Whatever you do in my name, even to the least of this, you do to me. That is our freedom in Christ Jesus. God's gospel. Of God's salvation in the God given freedom. That is the heartbeat of the book of Galatians. Let me say it again: God's gospel of God's salvation in the God given freedom. That is the heartbeat of the letter written by Paul to the book of Galatians uh, to the church of Galatians. at Galatians. And the heart of the book of Galatians. We find this glorious words narrated by Paul. It is no longer I, but Christ. That is the epitome, that is the highest point of a spiritual freedom. It is no longer I, but Christ perhaps that is very contrary to our modern day of freedom our modern day of explanation of free of freedom joined to christ by faith the believer has been crucified with him with all of his previous life with it ties to the evil age. Its vain attempts at independence is no more. Now, believers live by faith in Christ. They are empowered by Christ's resurrection life. Filled with hope because of their newfound status as sons of God. Herds of this great promise members of his unimaginably great new creation when we place the letter to Galatians in a larger ca- canvas or larger picture of the story or the book of Galatians is understood as an epistle that proclaims the doctrine of just the doctrine of justification by faith alone in Christ alone a careful study of this letter must recognize it the redemptive the redemptive historical context in which it was written During the 2,000 years leading to the coming of Christ, God's people, here God's people are the nation of Israel. They believed that the only way to experience God's saving blessing was by becoming part of ethnic Israel or placing oneself under the law of Moses. This understanding was overturned when Peter was sent by God to proclaim the gospel to Cornelius, a Roman centurion, as we read it in the book of Acts chapter 10. Ten years later, when Paul writes this letter, There remains a significant amount of confusion regarding how a person enters the family of God. What is required to become an heir to the promise of the blessings of God, God made it to Abraham? What place do Gentiles have in God's redemptive plan for humanity These questions lie or these questions are the center of controversy addressed by Paul in the book of Galatians. As we look at the key words, as we look at the key words Is Galatians chapter 2, verse 20? I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer that I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I know and the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loves, who loved me, and gave himself for me. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 as the key words of this book. If you look at the, there is no confusion of the author of this book. The author of this letter was Apostle Paul himself who was responsible for establishing the church in this province during one of his first missionary journey and the date and the historical background of the book of Galatians as we look at the letter the absence of any reference to the first the first church council, which was held in Jerusalem, which is also called the Jerusalem Council, certainly, and even that would have been highly relevant to the subject matter of this letter, suggests that Paul wrote Galatians sometime after his first missionary journey, before going to that council, or meeting of that council, which happened before or which happened after A.D. 48 So the probability with all the possibility that Paul likely wrote this letter before A.D. 48 Paul had a very personal relationship with the Galatian Christians He visited the cities in the Galatian region while experiencing great physical weakness in his own body. He had great physical infirmities. As some of the residents, they were very much caring to Apostle Paul. And then Paul proclaimed the gospel. He proclaimed to them the gospel of God's salvation of all people through Jesus Christ. Those who received Paul and received the words of Paul they were filled with the joy and experienced the miracle the miraculous manifestation of the Holy Spirit. This resulted in churches being established throughout the Galatian province or the region. Following Paul's departure from this region other teachers have Arisen other teachers they came they brought considerable confusion to the church in this region and their motivation was their desire to win the favor of the Jewish leaders or being avoided or being avoided or avoid being persecuted by the Jewish leaders when you read in Galatians chapter 6 verses 12 and 13 these false they are called false teachers they are sought to pursue the Galatian Christians that individuals are not full members of God's people until they join the Jewish sect in observing the in observing the requirements of the Old Testament law. Here in this letter, Paul refers to us the works of the law. The Galatians have responded to this teaching by beginning to observe Jewish festivals and Jewish feast days, Galatians chapter 4, verse 10. And are considering becoming circumcised, Galatians chapter five, verse two. Paul is deeply concerned that these young believers are beginning to believe a different or a false gospel. Paul writes this passionate letter to persuade them that they must resist the influence of these false teachers. And they returned back to their previous way of faith. It it was almost like the church in Galatia. They packed all their bags and they are willing to go back to Judaism. They are willing to get back to the old mosaic law. Which was fulfilled through Christ Jesus. So these false teachers have made a confusion in the minds of the church in Galatia. It was almost like they packed their bags. They packed their bags and tomorrow they will return back or they will go and be circumcised and they all are going to be part of the Judaistic community. When Paul heard about it, when Paul heard about the almost chaining away from the true gospel. He decided to warn, he decided to send a letter to the church in Galatia that what they do is wrong. What they have heard is a wrong gospel. These false teachers have made a confusion to the minds of the church in the city or in the province. They are not preaching the true gospel. Therefore, Apostle Paul warns, even if an angel from heaven comes and preaches a gospel which is contrary to what we have preached, the true gospel The gospel of God and the salvation of the gospel of God and the gospel of God, the salvation of God into God's freedom. If anyone preaches, even if it happened to be an angel from heaven, he is an anathema. He is a cursed one. The situation was so grave The situation of the church was so dangerous position. You know what was the dangerous position? They are going back from the freedom of God into a bondage. They are going from freedom to slavery. What was the slavery? The slavery of the mosaic law. You know this church was a very infant church. Or the church didn't have the opposite. Paul established the church. Paul had to leave the, the, the church. After leaving responsibility into the hands of the local, local believers. So, taking a privilege or taking the, the time or taking seizing the opportunity of seeing no strong teaching in the church, these false teachers, who are backed or who are the support of the judaistic community they came over and they have sown the false gospel they have sown the thirds among the weed they only brought confusion to the body of Christ and these people have made up their mind to go to judaism or to be circumcised They already started observing some of the Jewish feasts. But now they are ready to be circumcised when Paul had it. Of course, a man who labored to establish the church in Galatia who have a great pain and who is a great sorrow to see his own people whom he had begotten in Christ who brought the true gospel of god who brought people into the freedom of god are now turning their back on paul now these people have claimed or accused apostle paul as not the true apostle or at least he doesn't have or he doesn't have the credentials to be a true apostle. Of course, Paul was not one among the tall. Paul was not one of those people who were part of Jesus' disciples when Jesus was alive on this earth. But of course, you can find this man, Paul, who was persecuted of the church in the infancy, in the beginning of the church in Jerusalem. But later on, you find this man, he met Christ at the gate to Damascus on the way to persecute Christians in the city of Damascus. There, Paul gave his life to Christ, and then this Paul immediately he did not take any counsel from any humans, but rather he sought God. He left. He went into Arabia for a whole two years of period those time he spent with god in the deserts of arabia perhaps he received the revelation from god himself so god was giving the gospel to paul directly in one of the portions of this letter paul claims it this i did not receive this one from man received it from God so Paul attributes his gospel he preached it is not of his genu- creative genu- genius but rather he received it from God Paul had no doubt about the gospel he preached and now the church in Galatia Oh the Galatians have heard a different gospel and they are losing their Christian freedom and they have been delivered by Christ from the bondage of sin but now they are going into a religious legalism it is even relevant in our own day a personal freedom that we have in Christ Jesus we cannot sacrifice it at the hand of legalism or any kind of form of legalism believers needs to be very cautious. believers needs to be very careful what is that they must not be subjected or they must not go under Any kind of legal formalism? Formalism is not part of Christian life. If you are going to be under legal formalism, you cannot serve God in the freedom God has given to us. What if the book of Galatians were not a part of the New Testament? Or it was not in our memory, or it is not in our reading, what would have happened? What would we lose? What do you think about it? These are some of the things, these are some of the points that I wanted to leave with you as I conclude this chapter today. If the book of Galatians were not part of the New Testament, if the book of Galatians is not part of our reading of the Bible, what would have we lost? You need to think about it. Think, what are the important truth that Galatians has for the church? even today what aspects of the book of galatians do you can do confuse you are there any specific questions that you hope to have answered through our study these are some of the notes that you need to make it i know this is a whatsapp group and the messages are broadcasted over whatsapp and some do listen and some don't listen some do listen partially and some listen completely but if you are a serious student if you continue to walk this journey with us on the study of this book of galatians i would encourage you to read through the book of galatians write down and take down notes and write down those questions and ask it you yourselves. And if you find any answers through the lectures of our classes here in this platform, one of the challenges of applying Galatians to our context is that few of us ask, few of us, ask, few, of us ask, few of us seek to demonstrate our worth before God. And others by placing our verses under the Jewish law as you prepare to consider this letter let us seek to demonstrate our self-worth there is no self-worth apart from Christ take few moments to ask God to bless you with increased understanding and transform the heart and life as you begin this study of the book of Galatians. God bless you. Thank you.